This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. Thank you, Jess. Welcome, everybody, into Studio D right here in the SSC, South Sebastian County. It is another edition of a Minor Detail Podcast for Monday, February 8th. Super Bowl weekend is now officially behind us. We'll talk a little bit about the game. Nobody expected it to turn out the way it did. Now, I will say this. If you listened to the podcast last week, I picked the game. Bucks 31, Chiefs 28. I actually got the Bucks right. Yeah, I had 31. Nobody expected that the Chiefs would not show up, and they uh, they did not. And so the Bucks win. Tom Brady does it again. He's definitely the greatest of all time. I don't think there's any getting around that. I don't feel real great today. I got to tell you. I didn't sleep really well last night. I think my body racked me with guilt. I think that's the reason I didn't sleep great is because my body racked me with guilt. Because my body could not understand why I could possibly root for Tom Brady last night, but I did. Because I just disliked the Chiefs so much. It's like I've said before, when there's a war and Al-Qaeda is taking on the Taliban, you just don't know who to root for. That's the way I was last night. But my body said, you actually rooted for Tom Brady. We're not going to let you sleep well tonight. So that's why I don't feel great today, but that's all right. We'll get through the podcast today and we'll have some fun with it. So a lot to talk about today. We'll do 10 After Laughter today. You know, I'm a huge fan of the guy we're going to have on 10 After Laughter today. And the reason we're having him on today is because it's his birthday. I think he's one of the funniest people to ever live. And we're going to feature him today on uh, 10 After Laughter. I'm not going to tell you any more than that. Other than this guy's amazing, uh, he's been amazing forever, and uh, today is his birthday. He's still with us, not here in Studio D, but he's still with us on this earth, and we're going to play him today on 10 After Laughter. We will have a guest today. We don't have a lot of guests on the podcast, but we will today, because when they're this big, we're going to have them on regardless. Doug Zanger is going to be with us today, and Doug Zanger is with Adweek. Now, to get this guy on any type of show the day after the Super Bowl is like uh, pulling teeth, as they say. And if you've ever pulled teeth, you know how that is. So Doug Zanger is with Adweek, and he is busy the Monday after the Super Bowl because he goes on every show that he can to talk about the best and worst Super Bowl commercials. He is an editor at Adweek, and we're going to have him on the show today to talk about winners and losers in the commercials from last night. I've got my opinion. I'll share those with Doug today. Speaking of commercials, apparently now I am a major influencer. I had no idea. Now I am not up there with the Kardashians and all of those, but apparently I'm a major influencer and didn't even know it. We'll talk about that today. And as we said, we'll do 10 after laughter. A lot to talk about here today on the podcast. All right. So Saturday we dropped something kind of special. Our first edition of the spinning class. I've had a lot of people that have said, man, your vinyl collection blows our mind. You've got some of the coolest pieces of vinyl. And why don't you share some of that on your podcast? And so on Saturdays, we're going to start doing a thing called the spinning class. You get it? Spinning. You know, and then, you know, people take spin class. I think you get it. All right. So the spinning class. And so we'll do this on Saturday. I'll play some vinyl right off the turntable right here in Studio D. I'll talk about each of the pieces of music I play and the influence and all that. 
And you guys loved it. Man, I got so many responses. By the way, the email, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. I got so many responses from people saying that was so cool. Can you do it again? Yes, every Saturday we'll do the spinning class right here. An extra edition, an extra, as uh, one of my old uh, high school friends used to say. He couldn't say extra. He would say extra. That is extra cool. And I'd say extra. Something about his speech pattern or something. He couldn't say it. I'm not going to mention his name because he might be listening to the podcast. Extra special. An extra podcast on Saturdays we'll do right here on a Minor Detail Podcast. All right, we want to bring Doug in. Is Doug ready? Okay. Uh, Doug Zanger is with us today. And Doug, as we said, is one of the editors at Adweek. And he is busy on the day after the Super Bowl. He's doing all kinds of shows. And we were lucky enough to get him on. I'm excited about it. So, Doug Zanger, let's spend some quality time with him. Okay, Doug, let's talk about winners and losers from last night's Super Bowl, as far as the commercials were concerned. Who was the big winner last night, of course, other than the Bucks? That is a great question, and I'm going to flip that. All right. Who do you think? i, I got to tell you, my favorite ad was not one that anybody's even really talking about. I thought the ad with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis and Shaggy, to me, was the best ad. But I'm hearing everybody talk like, about... like upbeat singing? All right, go ahead. No, he, he's he, he's a terrible singer. Don't don't get me. But I thought the ad was was incredible. Now the ad everybody's talking about, obviously, is the Toyota ad. Well, that's interesting. So the Toyota ad you brought up, I had a chance to actually interview Jessica Long, uh, second most de- decorated Paralympian uh, for the U.S. and uh, just really lovely. And and the story I thought was really balanced, really well. And it's interesting, the agency that does it, Saatchi and Saatchi, uh, they're out of Dallas and Los Angeles. Uh, those offices handled this one. They said the brief was, let's not feel, you know, let's make sure that, that people aren't feeling sorry for Jessica. And she was all in on the concept and she really, you know, she really appreciated where um, where they were going with that ad and I thought it turned out really well. The one that, that overwhel- almost overwhelmingly, and there's always one ad every year that, that stands out. So last year was Jeep with Bill Murray. But this year, the one that eats, I think, just a little bit ahead of everybody else was the Anheuser-Busch ad, the Let's Grab a Beer ad. Yep. And I think what really made that, what made that commercial so special is that you could look at that 60 seconds and you could, you could actually relate to at least one of the scenarios in there. And I think that's the agency that does it, Wyden Kennedy, uh, known for their work uh, for a long time for uh, Nike. Uh, it, was just, it was really well. It was just really well done. Okay, now Doug, you've been doing this for a long time. Let me ask you this: What makes a Super Bowl ad successful? I mean, you spend a lot. You would actually like to get the best bang for your buck. Is it something that people will talk about the next day at work? Yeah, it's, no, it's a great question. I think it's you. Know, you have that. You know, we're obviously not in water cooler world right now uh but the water cooler is digital right now so yeah i mean 5.5 million is a lot but these brands and agencies have some very very smart people figuring out what the risk and rewards are now 15 years ago you spent money on a on a super bowl ad and that was it you know it ran on the super bowl and, and there you go 2011 was the first year that a brand launched their commercial before the super bowl so what ends up happening is you start building an audience before the game and then you have the spot during the game, and then you have a strategy after. 
So what they're thinking of is not just the one, and they're looking at really a 360 type of approach where they can get the most bang out of their buck. And that happens in social media, that happens in digital, that happens well past uh, the Super Bowl. So yeah, you, you want that, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you're getting the, uh, you know, you're getting that buzz, but at the same time, you're just making it work a little bit harder. And now there are opportunities and platforms to do that. Is controversy, Doug, good for a Super Bowl ad or bad? And it's why I bring this up. A lot of talk about the boss today in Springsteen's Jeep ad. Yeah. Tell us about that ad. First yeah. of all, I understand it's been in the making for almost a year. Yeah, I, you know, it, 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 it's interesting because um, when you when you have a concept or an idea, you have somebody in mind as to as to who can really perform it, who can do, who can do it well. And yeah, getting the boss, I think, for that brand makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think that we are in a time right now where the spirit of the ad is, yeah, the middle is great. And I love the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Uh, but there, there are people who don't. And, you know, that's one of the million, trillion, billion things that makes America great is that we can have that conversation. Okay, so who was the big loser last night, do you think, uh, Doug? What, besides the Chiefs, obviously. Who on the ad oh, side was yeah. the big loser? DraftKings, and again, this is all so subjective, right? DraftKings essentially did promotional announcements, so creatively we can be snobs about it and say, well, it just wasn't that great. You know what? If they get 5 million new users to the platform, who cares, right? Good for them. Um, I thought Chipotle was a good thought, didn't really do that well in terms of articulating what that brand does really well because they do a lot of really good things for the climate. They do a lot of great things for farmers. I'm just not sure that that came across. My hope is, is that people take the next step and, and ask what um, and ask and find out what Chipotle does because they do. They do a lot of really good stuff. Uh, so yeah, I would say those were the losers, but I put those in air quotes because uh, yeah, in, in some way, shape, or form, all of these ads are going to resonate in some way, shape, or form with people. And one final thing. Coca-Cola sitting out the game. Does that end up being a smart decision? I think for a brand like Coca-Cola, probably. Um, I don't think that there's really any material um, impact one way or the other for a brand like that not being in it. I think Coca-Cola has other things that they need to worry about. That business isn't necessarily doing so great right now. So I think every little bit that they can keep the put themselves in, in the right direction is going to be good for them. I don't think it's a huge miss for them. I'd like to see them back. I think Coca-Cola has always done really great advertising in the Super Bowl, and I think they do great advertising in general. I think it's a, you know, it's a really great company on the marketing end. I think they have some fundamental business things they're trying to work out, and, um, and maybe next year. All right, Doug Zanger right there from Ad Week talking about last night's Super Bowl commercials. Always great to get him on. It's tough to get him on the day after the Super Bowl, and we're glad we could do that. All right, let's get to 10 After Laughter today. Running a little late here. So today is Robert Klein's birthday. I think he's one of the funniest people ever. And the thing about Robert Klein is, is he can make you laugh without getting especially dirty. He gets a little edgy at times. But he also did some great bits when it came to music. The guy was kind of a cool singer in some of the imitations he would do. So we're going to bring you one of those today on his birthday Here's the great Robert Klein on 10 After Last. I woke up this morning with a head. 
I ever had. I took some aspirin and some Tylenol, but I still felt very bad. Went to the doctor, he couldn't do a thing for me. It was then I realized what I wanted him to prescribe medical marijuana. It's the only thing I need. Medical marijuana. Whoa, whoa. Don't need much, but please, no stems and seeds. Medical marijuana. It's a versatile little weed. And it soon will be in stock. At the right end on your block. That's great Robert Klein right there on 10 After Laughter here on a Minor Detail Podcast. Okay, so apparently I am one of the great influencers of all time and didn't even know it. So about a month ago, I'm in Walmart and I'm walking down the aisle and I'm wanting some sugar. No, not like I'm going to walk up to some woman and say, give me some sugar. Not that kind. Actually sugar. Pure cane, C&H, pure sugar. And I see the box of the cubes, the sugar cubes. And the reason I need sugar is for my coffee. And I remember back in the day, you'd drop in two or three cubes and that's how you would do it. That's how you knew how much sugar you were getting. And so I grabbed those and I brought them home and it just brought back great memories. And I think it's just very cool to have the sugar cubes. So about a week later, my oldest was having sleepover. Had a bunch of friends over. And I get up on Saturday morning, and I'm making breakfast for the uh, the whole sleepover crew. And I hear one of my daughter's friends say, Oh, sugar cubes. My grandma uses those. And I thought, okay. I just, I just acted like I didn't hear it, and I moved on. And so a couple of weeks ago, I post about that and how I'm digging sugar cubes again. Love those. C&H Pure Cane Sugar Cubes. So last week, I ran out. And I go to Walmart, and I go down the aisle, and I look up, and the entire area where the sugar cubes should be was completely empty. That's right, completely gone. Tell me I'm not an influencer, right? So I have to get some other sugar, and I'm going through that. And so this weekend, getting some stuff for the Super Bowl party, and I think, oh, sugar cubes. I go back. Guess what? Out again. That's right. (laughs) I am one of the world's great influencers, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know when sugar cubes are going to be back in. Now that I'm talking about them on the podcast, I'll never see them again. Uh, So I'll uh, I'll keep checking back and I'll, I'll keep you up to date on what's going on with that. So NASCAR is back this weekend. It is the Daytona 500. It's always a big deal when the season starts. Now, I got to tell you, honestly, I am not near the fan I was about 10, 11, 12 years ago. I went to races. I was really into it. Something has happened to me when it comes to NASCAR. And I don't want to get into it now because Wednesday on the podcast, I'm going to have my pal Bruce Fontaine on here. Now, Bruce, he is really into it. In fact, he will be at Daytona this weekend. His motor coach is already there. This guy is hardcore, and he and I have known each other a long time. We worked in radio together back in the dark ages. I mean, back in the days when 
reel-to-reel tapes were still being used back in those days. And he used to have his own PR firm that did PR for different race teams. I mean, this guy's really big into NASCAR. And so when we got ready to get ready for the season this weekend, I uh, I blew in a call to him and said, hey, I got to have you on the show. And so I will have him be my therapist on Wednesday. Maybe he can tell me why I have left the church of NASCAR. We'll have that on the show on Wednesday. All right, so that's going to wrap up the show today. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Thanks to Doug Zanger from Adweek for being on. Had some great insight about the uh, commercials. Reach out to us. We always love to hear from you here. Thanks for all the support. It's been amazing, as we mentioned at the end of last week. We uh, have made some money. In fact, can we look at the scoreboard? How much have we made now? We've made $8? Okay, we've made $8 now on this podcast. And it just continues to grow. So if you'd like to support it, there's a support link right there on the uh, front page. And uh, the best way you can support it is keep listening, keep telling your friends. The numbers keep going up, and I'm excited about that. Have yourself a great Monday. Jess, tell them where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.